You're listening to Life Lessons from a Psychic with Sea Psychic Readings Intuitive Podcast. The podcast where you'll get healing messages from spirit to help you move positively forward in your life. Hi everyone, it's C from C Psychic Reading. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast where I want to discuss what it's really like to be a psychic. Um, I think there's a lot of mysticism and, and sort of mystery behind it. I know I get a lot of questions from um, those on the internet and any of my readers on Quora. Um, and they just want to know what, what the kind of process is and, and what it's like. So hopefully I can demystify any of the sort of scariness behind it. Um, just say it's just like doing anything else almost. So I think the best way I could kind of start out is, is maybe give everyone a little bit of an overview on, you know, myself and how I, how I became a, a working psychic that actually does this for a living, servicing clients all over the world. Uh, virtually well you know for me this idea of psychic and and intuitiveness um, actually I've had since birth it's been something I've grown up with it is on my family lineage side Uh, so it's something I've had around me and it was something that was nurtured and and this is the sort of hard part is that a lot of times I'll read for clients where you know when we come to this planet you know we do have connection with source we do have connection with universe all of us do anything I do you can do out there I'm not doing anything special I just almost describe it as like uh, a skill or talent that's a little more practiced right Um, so you know a lot of my clients out there they will have the gift of intuitiveness when they come here to this planet and then maybe because of their situation their family whatever it is it almost gets shut off or they shut it off unwillingly or unknowingly even and then they want to turn it back on right so for myself it was something that was nurtured it was something that I kind of grew up with and around uh, and again I just started reading for friends and family when I was very young Um, got my first tarot deck when I was about 15 and just kind of started the process from there. Now, I think in terms of, um, what it's really like, this wasn't something I planned to do, you know, uh, I didn't grow up thinking, oh, I'm going to be a professional psychic when I grow up, especially when you think back, you know, the idea of what psychics are, everyone always sort of imagines someone at a fair with a crystal ball with these cards telling you your fortune or your fate, you know, and I don't know. It's a little more practical is the best way I could describe it, at least for myself. Uh, You know, in terms of of what I would say any considerable working psychic, and, and when I mean considerable, I'm talking about someone that is using their gift to heal and help those that they service um, and provide value is really just looking to help their client. You know, for me, when I read for my clients, something that I'm always very focused on uh, is I do a meditation and a prayer uh, and a cleansing before and after every reading. And before the reading, I will ask the universe and my guides to please help me assist and service my client as much as possible to the best of my ability, giving them all the information they need at this point to move positively forward in their life. That's what I ask. Um, and you know, when I connect with a client, my goal is to sort of, I describe it in a way as looking for distortions, meaning that what I'm trying to do is find things in their life that will help 
validate the experiences that they're going through and give them information on what they could do to help heal themselves or help move forward. You know, anyone that's kind of read for me knows that I don't really focus on the future too much. That's not to say I won't say future stuff. Um, and I have clients that have been reading with me for, oh gosh, now 10, 15 years. And, you know, I just had one recently and she emailed me and she goes, you know what, see, I don't know if you remember this, but you did a reading for me like 10 years ago and you mentioned kids and this and that. And, um, you know, I'd want to tell you this and this came true and this is what I'm doing right now. And I do have these kids, uh, you know, so it's very interesting because I didn't even realize it until I listened back to this reading that we did 10 years ago. So I just want to email you for that, you know, so we do talk about future stuff, but what I think I particularly am trying to do, um, with my clients and how I'm really trying to help them is to, Focus on what they can work on right now that's going to get them to that next step. Because, you know, when I read for a client, it's kind of tough at times because I can only get the information I'm being presented. And it doesn't always come through in this fluid clarity perspective. You know, I almost describe it as imagine you're watching a silent movie or I'm watching a silent movie and I'm trying to explain to you what's going on. The feelings, the images, the colors, the sounds. Well, there's no sound if it's silent, <laughs> but that type of idea. And, you know, when I'm, when I'm doing that, sometimes there'll be imagery or things that come through that I will have no idea what they mean. And I will explain this to my client. And sometimes it's just feelings. You know, I'll just say, mm, this is how I feel it should be. I can't explain to you why I feel that. There's no science around this. This is just what I'm getting. You know, and again, for me particularly, is is so important when I read for a client that I go in blind, meaning that I don't want to know what my client looks like sometimes. I don't want to know um, anything more than just a name and a birth date. And I just want to get right into the reading when I'm doing my phone and online readings. Because the least amount of information I go in on, the better the reading, because this way I don't have anything to kind of match it against. There's no filter. You know, I could just sort of say what I get and if it relates, great. Sometimes I've had clients tell me, oh, see, I, I don't think that relates. And I go, no problem. I totally understand. And then, you know, they'll message me six months, a year later and say, oh, see, I've actually been, you know, listening to this and, and now it makes sense or I get it, you know? So sometimes it just takes time that way. Um, but, you know, when you're really trying to look for a reader, you want to find somebody that you feel comforted by who feels like they're ready to assist and support you, you know? And I think the idea of, I know for myself, when, when you get into this is there's a lot of people that are doing this, right? And I will say there are a lot of people that do this work that are of love and light quality, are out there to help people, out there to assist, um, and to really make sure that they're trying to, to help a soul you know, continue on their journey forward in the best way possible. And unfortunately, sometimes there are others that are out there that might be um, doing it for exploitation value, you know. So something I always tell clients, you know, for me, I don't care who you get a reading by. I'll always ask you, you know, when was the last time you had a reading? And I always say to you, don't worry, I'm not the psychic police. And the reason why I'm asking is because, it doesn't matter who you get a reading by. I don't care if you come to me and then you go to another psychic and then you come back to me in a year or two. That's fine. Uh, the only thing I care for is that you're getting value for it. So I only bring it up because sometimes I've had it where clients had a reading three months prior by another psychic. Then they come to me 
And I just tell them, listen, if any, if we say the same information, just keep that on hand because it just means that's something you really need to know. And then lo and behold, we'll be doing the reading and all of a sudden they'll say, oh my gosh, see, it's so funny you said that. The other psychic I talked to said that. And I'll say, well, there you go. You got confirmation from two readers you never met before saying the same thing. When are you going to listen? <laughs> right? So, so this is what I say. I, I don't think that anyone that does this work intuitively and really wants to help does not care for a monopoly, right? They don't, they're not going to tell you, oh, you can't see any other reader, only see me. I don't think anyone should tell you what to do, to be honest with you. I don't even think I should tell you what to do when I give you this reading. And I always tell my clients, don't believe the crazy psychic lady, you know, because you have a good gut. I'm here just as a mirror to show you what you intuitively already know, you just might not trust. That's really my job as a psychic and why I do what I do. You know, and then otherwise of that, you know, the only thing that I'm really trying to do for my clients is, is give them information to move forward, answer their questions, help them have this information so they can take the next step forward. That's really um, what we're here for, what any reader is here for, you know, and, and when you're doing this kind of work, it's it's draining, you know, it's, it's really, uh, at least for me, there's a lot of energy that goes into it. I... I have to really put buffers in between readings because after a few, it's like I ran a marathon. I got to take a nap. You know, it drains the energy out of you because you're almost making a connection with somebody else and really pulling information out. So there is a lot of energy spent that that goes into this. It isn't just um, something that I could just turn off and on and then go about my day. You know, I have to put considerable time and energy before reading, after reading, cleansing, relaxing, resting to make sure that I have enough energy for the next reading. And sometimes I've had it where, you know, I try to get my email readings done as soon as possible within a day, but oh gosh, I've had it where readings have just drained me and I'll have to email a certain client and say, Hey, I'm so sorry. I really want to get your reading done today. Can you give me another day? I, I apologize, but I want to make sure I have energy for it because I never want to do somebody's reading if I'm not a hundred percent at my peak performance, you know, to give them spiritual message to be able to connect that way and you know it's this isn't something that I'm I care to be challenged on quite frankly and what I mean by that is I'm not here to prove to anybody this exists you know um I don't think anyone can prove anything to anybody else in all honesty everyone is either going to be having their opinion as in they're open to this or they're not so the way I look at it I'm just here to assist and help others that are willing and wanting to take my assistance. That's all I'm here for. You know, I'm just here to be, I'm just here to be the vessel is what I keep telling people. You know, everyone always emails me and says, oh, thank you so much. See, I had a reading with you and you said this and it was amazing and thank you. And all I could do is say, hey, I'm just, I'm, I'm you. We're all connected by one energy, one source, one intuition. I'm just sharing that with you. That's all I'm doing. I'm connecting with source, connecting with the universe and sharing that with you. That's my only job. And if it helped heal you and it helped, that is awesome. That is all I want for you. You know, so it's it can be a little bit um, stressing at times and tiring. And, and, you know, it's tough because you do get very wrapped up with the emotions of it. I know that if I'm reading for a client and they've gone through a very traumatic experience, Oh, I don't always like to see this, but sometimes I'll see it. And and it makes me very emotional. And I've had it where I've been crying on the phone with my client while I'm doing a reading. And they're crying because, 
it's a very emotional thing to go through. And, and by the way, don't worry if you do cry during a reading. Lots of my readings involve my clients crying, not in a bad way, but in a release way, right? You're, you're releasing something. So never be embarrassed to do that during a reading. And, you know, the idea of, of the reading is more so so you have clarity on your next step, right? That's what you're really trying to achieve with it, clarity on your next step. And that's what any reader who's sort of doing this professionally should be trying to do for their clients. It's like any other, you know, passion profession where you're really trying to help and assist others provide value. That's why you're here on this job doing this, this work, right? And, and that's all it's about. So if you are looking to find a reader, you know, again, you want to pick somebody that you connect with, someone that relates with your energy and someone that you feel safe with, that you feel is going to really um, provide you information that you're seeking and, and help you along your journey. That's all that you're looking for, you know. Uh, but that's what it's kind of like to be a quote unquote professional psychic. Uh, I don't do any in-person readings anymore. I used to do a couple uh, of them back in the day. I used to do a couple of the psychic parties. But the only reason why is just time commitments. I have a lot of clients that I read for um, globally with different time zones. So I find working virtually, I'm very blessed. It helps me connect with so many more clients so I can service people um, all over the world. And, and I feel very blessed to be able to do so. So that's how I do things. I do them uh, strictly by phone or email for a reason because I just want to make sure I get in, connect with my client, give them the information they need, um, you know, to move them forward in their journey. That's all I'm trying to do in the most efficient way possible for me, you know, and it's like any other job in a way, you know, you have your tools, you have your desk, I have my space, I have my process of how I get into it. Um, I read for my clients, I have my process of how I cleanse, I, if I have to take a rest, I do. And, and my goal again is just to help and assist others in the best way possible in any way that I can. You know, so hopefully that gives you a bit of a, a glimpse into what this this world is like. It's not as mystical as you think it is. Oh, and I don't have a crystal ball, by the way, if anyone is wondering, <laughs> I literally don't. I just have a tarot deck that I use that I don't even understand the actual symbols. They just bring imagery and, and feelings to me that I deliver to my client. So it's just the tool or medium I use, right? Nothing wrong with a crystal ball. I just don't have one and I don't, you know, wear any fancy clothes or anything like that. Just normal regular jeans and a shirt whenever I do my readings and like anything else you know um, but I hope that gives you a little bit of information and helps you when you're sort of thinking about picking a reader you know finding somebody that connects with your energy someone that you feel good having this reading with because it's so so important that you connect with your your readers energy and you're open to the process because it's the only way that they can help you I, I will tell you right now if you're not open to it and you're a little skeptical and you don't think that a reader is going to be able to read for you, chances are they won't. Because when I read for my clients, I have to ask them, you know, psychically ask for permission to do this and be let in. And I've had it where I've told a client, I don't know what it is. I can't read for you, you know, and, and they've said, oh, I didn't think you could read for me anyways. And I'm like, okay, great. I, you know what, I'm going to refund your money. I don't like to waste anyone's time. And, you know, blessed be, hope, hope you're well on your way. You know, so if you don't think a reader can read for you, chances are they can't. That's just the way it is, right? You have to be open to the process. So if you're not open, don't worry about it. Just maybe it's not worth your energy, time, or commitment of money to invest in a reader if it's not something that makes sense for you. That's all. All right.
Well, I do hope this has been helpful for you and give you a little bit of a glimpse into the process. Again, if there's anything else you want me to talk about, I love doing these podcasts to help out my clients. Um, and I love getting feedback either through Quora or emails or anything like that where people say that this sort of helps them or, or heals them or that they got something out of this. So if there's a topic you want me to discuss, anything that you're thinking about, please feel free to email me and just let me know. And I'd love to discuss it on my next podcast for you. Thank you very much for listening and I hope everyone is well and is safe and take care of yourself and blessings.